0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Winds Up Gaming podcast. And this guy s- didn't even
1: tell us he was going to start recording. He just oh my God. fucking does it. Are you done? No, my headset Uh Yeah, activated in the middle of my sentence, so I don't know if you heard that. You're not cutting up like you were before.
2: Yeah, because I'm using my phone. Okay. What do people eat around here? Like, There's like five Texas chicken and burgers places. Oh Did
1: you live there for like 10 years?
2: Yeah, but this is when this is when I was eating bad, I was dying. My heart was ready to give out, and, and now I'm 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 used to burgers that are actually made out of like actual beef.
0: Um, you have Grubhub.
2: I mean, I'm gonna use Uber Eats. Uh, I have a bad history of Grub.
1: Damn, yo, same difference. You, you got money.
2: <laughs> Pretty much, I am kind of rich.
1: What oh have I got? Uber Eats charges you for delivery service and a tip. Is not Grubhub the same thing? Not, oh, not for everything. Do a service fee. yeah Oh, okay. Oh, then put yeah, I'm about to go to Grubhub then. Well,
0: I've really I never had any problem with Grubhub. It. The only th- problem I've had with I any of these services is... Well, a, put I
1: thought we were recording.
0: We are recording. But recording you decided to. to interrupt.
1: Because uh, you didn't tell me we were going to start recording. You didn't even do a 3, 2, 1. You just started, you just started We've never done a 3, 2,
2: 1. Two, one. Yeah, we've never done a countdown. No. I think it's better like this because then we just talk. It's natural.
0: You do this every week. You just love to troll when we before we start. Just
2: play
1: the intro.
0: We don't do Hey guys, welcome back to the Winds Up Gaming Podcast. This is episode 7.
1: What's good? My win is.
0: Alright. So we had some technical issues. Well, not really technical. We were trying to do something new and it just really didn't work out. And so instead of giving you guys a mediocre product, we decided to just redo it. So we're doing a double recording. So we're recording two podcasts in one day for wait, you guys wait,
2: This is a redo? I thought we'd just continue what we left off at
0: We're not going to do the full thing We're just going to go with I have the, to
2: reintroduce the, myself to you
0: You have to reintroduce yourself to, on every podcast
1: Alright, we're going to do question it's, of the week
2: now I hate both we of just you We get and do, anyway, to send in inductions after Anyway yeah. All right. As always,
0: I am your host, Beth so Security So the this week is just because oh before you God. die, do
1: you think you hear 9 nine, eight?
2: What would be what would be uh, considered as a continue? Like, how do you can? Oh, well, obviously, if you don't die, that would be a continue.
1: Oh, pretty much. If you be uh, revived,
2: If
0: you don't have enough credits, you can't come back.
2: How do we get? Why did they take that out of fighting games? Was that still in fighting games? It's still fighting, in fighting games. games. Don't have an arcade mode anymore uh damn fun fact of the day that wasn't even a fact it's not a fact
0: as always i am your host that's gertie and i'm here today with my co-host don't all speak at once
1: aren't you supposed to introduce us what's the point of you being a freaking host
0: you're a host as well just say your name
1: oh uh, i'm rob Good <laughs> my window. and that's mike
0: so Mike, he speaks for you now.
2: Oh no! I've, and my name is uh, Michaelius Michael the Third.
0: Okay. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Mykelius? like your Achilles, like it hurts or something.
0: It's his um, it's yes, only weak spot. That's
1: not proper name.
0: Oh. All right. So how was everyone's week?
1: Trash. Hmm, it's good
0: Trash. to know. Yours, Mike. Oh, oh, never mind. We know how your week was.
1: Yes.
2: Yes, I'm still recovering.
1: We're going to hear about this for the next seven years.
2: <laughs> seven years? They'll be back. My head hurts. My soul hurts.
0: <laughs> about to break into an R&B song? Is, was, I this, time-
1: was I this bad uh, the, the first 19 times I've broken up? <laughs> Except the
0: first 19 oh, I, times. Oh, after what got <laughs> into it.
2: These, these are the times, guys, ladies and gentlemen, when you, you dig deep into your video game collection... You pick up that dusty copy of Grand Theft Auto. And you pick up a hooker and kill him? Men, women, children. There's no
1: children in Grand Theft Auto. you ever played the game? Yeah, they do that on purpose.
2: Storefronts. (laughs) Uh, Hydrants. And after you go on a killing rampage, you put that game, you take that game out, and you you put in Last of Us. Because you're excited that Last of Us 2 finally got a release date, and you celebrate.
1: Uh, and next month The pilot. First Last of Us is going to be free on PlayStation 4 if you have PlayStation Plus
2: hmm and you tell yourself that if your ex was a clicker you'd have no problem killing him
0: then that is the healthiest way to get over a breakup alright so we're going to go through the stories that we tried to give you guys this week and knock those out pretty quickly and then give you some bonus information okay so, last week, there was a big debacle between Twitch's policies because, as always, they've been not the clearest on how what their TOS works. you blowing
2: against the wind?
1: Yeah, what the hell am I? That's not me, that's I'm you. I'm talking to you, Rob.
2: <laughs> what are you, on a yacht somewhere and the wind's just blowing? you? What are you doing, at the, the podcast on the, the deck? He's I'm like right on, on his right fan. Now. Oh You're on a yacht, nice.
0: He's cleaning it. Anyway, all right. So Twitch is back at it again with um, suspending people for violating certain terms of their TOS. Yet, it's not clear on what most of these people did wrong. And for the most part, they haven't done. So the last time we discussed um, Twitch and their suspending uh, streamers off of their policies for sexual content we talked about the streamer Quico and I'm pretty sure I'm still pronouncing her name wrong I'm too lazy to actually find out how to actually say her name but anyway she was suspended before and I
2: well whoa, well whoa, whoa. have some respect okay have some respect
0: she was suspended before and I was kind of on the side of twitch on why they suspended her I did not think that what she did was egregious. Because it was an obvious um, mistake. And for the type of cosplay that she had, it's very easy to get a quote-unquote wardrobe malfunction. And I feel like she handled it the best way possible. Because there's been other streamers who also had wardrobe malfunctions that were a lot worse and did not um, handle it as well. Um, I forgot her name. But... Quico, when I was on the side of Twitch, she leaned over to pick up something, and she was cosplaying as Mai from. um, Well, I can't think of the name of the game now. Um, Final Fury. Fatal, Fatal, yeah, Fatal Fury. There you go. And we saw a quick glimpse of her panties. And because she has a very popular following on Twitch, and because she's a cosplaying um, female on Twitch, she also has a lot of people who go to her channel just to report and troll her. And so, they messaged Twitch about all the information, and she got suspended. Even though this wasn't as egregious, I understand because it's still some sexual content, and it wasn't a long suspension. So, I figured it was. It's debatable, but I understand why um, Twitch did it. Now, fast forward to last week. She was suspended again for her Chun-Li cosplay. And there was literally nothing wrong with her Chun-Li cosplay at all. There was nothing inappropriate about it. She didn't have an egregious amount of cleavage. The cosplay was actually... Pretty much true to form she didn't have the stockings on that chung lee has but that's pretty much it and the same thing happened a lot of people reported her and she was suspended now the way that twitch's current moderation for these things works is if a lot of people are messaging them that someone is violating their tos They will immediately suspend their channel, and they say that it'll go up for review, but it really doesn't. It just lasts for the whole suspension, and then they'll probably review it later, but you've already been suspended. And if you're a streamer who's moved over to streaming full-time, that's a pretty big chunk of your paycheck right there. And another streamer who's also in the same boat was... Alright, um... So, yeah, so popular streamer AHA, um she was also suspended for doing an IRL stream in a gym, and she was wearing a sports bra. Now, some people might say that because of the fact that she's wearing a sports bra, which exposes her midriff and a lot of her shoulders, woo. and <laughs> we'll add in the sexy woo sound, um, that it was too suggestive, quote-unquote, and most likely went against Twitch's TOS. But that would technically be wrong. In Twitch's TOS, they specifically state that streamers should be wearing appropriate attire based on their setting. So if you're just playing a video game at home in your home office, you are not in the right to be wearing a bra, thong, or whatever sexual um, outfit you may be wearing, if you're a cosplay streamer and you're wearing and you're doing cosplay, you're allowed to do that to some extent. Now that one is a little bit more ambiguous on what the actual clarifications are, um, but in terms of what Fareha was wearing. There's literally a line in the TOS that states, if a streamer is at a beach or a gym, then wearing a two-piece bathing suit at the beach or a sports bra or something in those lines, like very, very form-fitting leggings, is appropriate based on the setting that they're in. So because the fact that Fareha was actually in a gym took and was streaming in a gym, she shouldn't have been um, banned. I believe that she most likely was in the same boat as Quico and had a bunch of people actually report her stream while she was there. Because I've actually watched a few streamers um, who have gone to the gym and they've worn outfits similar to that. And nothing's happened to them. And she's a, I wouldn't say she's a huge streamer. Freya is definitely bigger than her. So her community is a lot more tame than what Freja is. It's a weird thing on Twitch. It's like when you're a small streamer, you're most likely streaming to people you actually know in real life. And then as you get a little bit bigger, it's most of the people who found your content and stayed with you for a long time. So it's your core. And I would say that's probably the best and least toxic time that you'll find on Twitch. And then once you become bigger, you have, of course, you still have your core audience and new people finding you, but you'll also have people who are obsessed with you in more than one way. Some is, I don't want to say a positive obsession because there's really nothing good about obsession. Anything that's too extreme is a bad thing, but they're for the most part harmless. And then you move on to the people who are obsessed because they're either jealous of that person's success, or they see them in one light. And when they move away from wherever they see them, I'm, they become I'm sorry very I'm to cut
2: you, off. Are you Are you still talking? About, are you talking about Twitch or are you talking about a daytime a daytime drama? That's pretty. That's pretty much what Twitch is. It's like you're talking about a daytime drama.
0: That, yeah, like I said, that's pretty much twi- Twitch is. Uh, it's a weird thing where. I would say the people who have the most fun on Twitch are probably like medium-sized streamers because they don't have to deal with a lot of this unnecessary drama. So what we discussed before, just like to reiterate on how we think that Twitch can fix some of these issues for reporting on people who quote-unquote may violate TOS. I really liked what Rob, the solution that Rob came up with, so... You don't mind sharing. Uh, that was sharing. my
2: solution. wasn't Rob's solution. They just piggybacked
0: off. Of it. it really was Rob's solution, but we'll let you have that. So, Rob, what was Mike's solution that you piggybacked off of?
1: Oh, we let Mike uh, talk what the solution. Oh, is. you're right.
0: It was his solution.
2: Alright, so what should um, Twitch do? Uh uh-huh. My solution was they should give warnings. Ah. They mm. should give warnings before they extend bands.
0: Hmm. The,
2: that's it. They have some kind of warning system, some kind of a system, some kind of disciplinary system where they give warnings. After like two or three warnings, and they simple as that. Feelings don't get hurt, and if the Twitch, if the Twitch uh, streamers continue to continue to do the thing that they were warned against, and that's on the that's on them then.
1: <laughs> Isn't that cute?
2: But that's wrong. And that wasn't what Rob said, and. Warning system. Oh, oh well, Rob said. Rob, oh, Rob said that. If, Rob said that all female streamers should get banned because females don't belong <laughs> on streaming video games. He says, and kids too don't belong. He said, if anything, we should stream Russian porn on some of the more popular streamers' pages.
0: Actually, I don't think you can stream if you're under thirteen.
2: That all kids five and younger should be playing M-rated games and streaming it.
0: Hmm. Okay. So now. Like I was trying to go before, Rob. Can you explain to the people what the actual thing Twitch should try and implement?
1: Uh, in my opinion, I think they already have a, a warning system. Right. So if they see a high volume of people flagging a channel, they should have modders look into it see if it's ban worthy. Now I understand that that can be cost worthy. And it could be a problem so what they could do is do something that chat used to do in the past I don't know I don't even know if chat still around but what they would do is that if you were flagged and your account was banned in order to unban it you would have to sit through uh, you have to go through channels that were banned themselves and see if the ban was actually worthy. so you know if you were banned for let's say like a few a week right Mm -hmm. Uh, in order to uh, get unbanned before that week was up uh, charoulette will send you a bunch of other channels that got banned and you will go through them and see if the you know if the content was inappropriate maybe they could do something like that like if a twitch streamer gets flagged you know have a modern look at it and say okay this is ban worthy this violates the term service or not, or have like people who have violated the term of service who want their uh, Twitch account back look at these other channels that have violated and see, all right, this violates the terms of service, this doesn't, and them doing that actually shortens their ban from, let's say, a week to six days to five days, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, I agree. And in that already fits into the culture of Twitch because as a streamer once you have people who are constantly in your channel you have the option to make them a moderator in your chat. So if anybody violates the rules of your own chat room or they're very abusive to the people that are in there or which is wrong but some streamers will do this. If someone is trolling the streamer too much and the streamer can't take it, The moderator has the ability to remove them, time them out, etc., etc. So moving that, well, I guess the correct term would be outsourcing it to the community. Um, That might be a better system than what they have right now. Because the fact that once people report something and it reaches a certain threshold that is unknown... It, the fact that people will automatically be suspended, or, and potentially banned, automatically, is not the best system that they should, that they have in practice right now. So yeah, I agree with.
1: Or because I know Twitch does uh, those emoticons. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're called when you put it in the chat, you have like these little things. Yeah. What they could do is uh. It, have premium ones in order to uh obtain those premium ones you have to assist in the modding they and,
0: already have that oh they do um
1: that. Oh, okay so never mind
0: but it's how can i explain this so um you have your standard emotes that is available on all twitch channels and then you okay. have some that are locked out to people who are only followers. And then you get more when you actually are a subscriber. And then some get unlocked more over time the longer you've been subbed. Right. Let's move on to the other story we talked about. And it is Venn. So Venn is a new startup company based out of New York that has raised over $17 million to make a distribution um, not distribution, sorry to make a platform for esports content and esports related content um, in 2020 the middle of 2020 and they're planning to open up two offices in those years, one in New York and one in LA as their central hubs they might expand later, but in terms of an office, I feel like those are Prime locations for what's going on with the esports, um, I guess, boom. I want to say, and their plans are to produce at least 55 hours of weekly, highly of high quality um, new content um, on the on their channel. They're currently working out distribution deals with Twitch, YouTube, and Hulu. Um, I have a feeling that Mixer's going to try and push to get into there, because this would be the time for Mixer to start, I wanna say, pushing to become more in the mainstream currently. This is probably the perfect time for a startup company like this to try and, I don't wanna say ride the coattails of the eSports boom but this is the perfect time because of the climate of esports. Esports have shown steady growth year over year, and the current, for example, the current US audience of who currently watch esports is expected to have a 43% growth in the middle of 2023, which is currently at 30.3 million viewers. And the revenue growth is expected to increase as well because it's supposed to increase by $35.8 million next year. And the grand total of revenue that esports has generated to this date for 2019 is about $178 million. So by 2020, they're expecting a minimum of $213.8 million. Uh, of increased revenue. But yeah, I feel like this is the perfect time for a startup company to get into the esports business considering that uh, it's not fully um, set right now. Um, they're still... Because with games, it's different from sports. With games, you have games coming out every year. So it's not like with basketball, We don't have, like, a new basketball team coming out every year or a new spinoff of basketball coming out every year. Um, I feel like we used to have a little bit more of that earlier on in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, where we had spinoffs of, like, the most popular sports. We had, what, like, what was it, Slam Ball, where they had the trampolines, and the XXL, which was... Created by, well, partially created by Rob's um, superhero Vince McMahon.
1: You mean the XFL? There we go.
0: I I'm sorry. I, I didn't watch it. I just got a free football from them.
1: Um, I also have that free football. <laughs> hmm.
0: But yes, because the landscape for esports, they're trying to solidify themselves now with places like. ESPN showing major tournaments and I think ESPN is the only um, I want to say TV channel that broadcast esports on a regular I know Spike TV does it every now and then and they've been a little bit more into the whole video game culture but the fact that Esports are now being shown on ESPN, which is a predominantly sports channel. It it says a lot on the growth of the medium. So, Ven is planning on doing, of course, competitions in esports, documentaries, uh, what else? Even reality TV-based content on esports in the gaming genre. So my question to you guys is, would you be willing? I'm sorry.
1: No, no. I'm sorry. Go. Ahead.
0: No. Considering that we're pretty much new in this business per se, would you be cons- Would you ever consider working with a bigger company with a? I'm gonna say a bigger pool. Of money in order to work with them and create content for them and with them to help expand this brand or considering that we're still earlier on in our development of this company um, would you prefer to stay indie and bring something and so we'll have a little bit more to bring to the table instead of just growing with them and maybe branching off from them
2: I'd probably stay indie. Mm-hmm. You never know what the future holds. How big, uh, hypothetically speaking, uh, whatever franchise the company you work for can get. So you might have more leverage down the line. And Rob,
1: uh, for me, it's a little different. Before I'm, I mean, I'm not opposed to working with anyone. I just have to see their plan. I have to know they see for the future, if this plan, um, you know, benefits both parties, you know, I got to see exactly what their goal is, how they plan to achieve that goal, and things of that nature, and how they want to execute their plan. So, for example, if they want to say, you know, oh, we want to partner with you and open up an office in Midtown Manhattan. And I say, okay, so how do you want to go about doing this? And why do you want to do this? And they just tell me, oh, because, you know, it's cool. Then, you know, I'm not going to uh, move forward with it. But if they actually give me a cohesive plan, like, yeah, this is where we want to move, This how much is going to cost, uh, this is what we uh, plan to achieve from doing this, but, you know, things of that nature, then, yeah, I don't see why not.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with um, both of you. I don't see any issue with setting up a meeting or if they came to us and figuring out what or how it could benefit us along with working with them. Um, but yeah, I would prefer if we had a bigger um, impact and had a bigger leg a stand on. That way we can actually show exactly what we bring to the table and probably negotiate a better deal. But if they're willing to work with us, if they were willing to, because there are some companies like that that do developmental deals. Because if they help build a certain brand up, it helps them in the long run. It helps them bring more more eyes to them and even more creators that they can utilize so i wouldn't be opposed to setting up a meeting and seeing if we could work something similar out as long as it was a short term contract because considering our current size uh, we wouldn't have that much negotiating power so locking ourselves into like a long-term deal would be a horrible horrible decision and our last thing that we talked about um, for the podcast supposed to be coming out this week is very dated because it was going to talk about the Batman week that just passed uh, I feel like we can quickly go over it I hoped everyone downloaded their free games off of the epic store it was the Batman Lego collection and the Arkham City collection so you had arkham origins arkham um arkham knight and arkham city and you had of course legos one through three total value of 106 dollars and it was it's a pretty good deal because they're all really good games arkham origins the base of arkham origins is a really good game the only issue is the fact that They didn't fix a lot of the issues in the game, the technical issues. Um, I hope that they did fix them. Because when the game was new, and even like a year after, I know that problems still persist. So I, it's the one game for that Arkham series I didn't play. And I figured it was okay that I didn't play it because it wasn't made by Rocksteady. Um, I forgot what the developer... Name who made that
1: one? Let's look that up real quick.
0: Did Sony do anything for um, Batman Week, um, Rob?
1: Uh, Batman: Arkham Knight is free this month if you have PlayStation Plus, hmm. and that will be free until the first Tuesday of October. It's always the first Tuesday of the month, okay? Where um they add they. I will deal with the new stuff for PlayStation Plus. So, remember, it's always Tuesday. Okay.
0: Yeah, so the developers for Origins were WB Games, so Warner Brother Games, Montreal. And have I played any other games from them? Uh, no, I haven't. Where were we? the only other game that we played was Arkham City, but that was... Mm-hmm. But the main developer was um, Rocksteady, which made the rest of the games in the series. That's kind of disappointing, because I believe that they are also in charge of the new Batman game that's coming out.
1: Oh, those guys, the toys?
0: But hopefully they've learned their lesson, because, look, like I said, the base game for Origins is really good. The story is pretty good. The only issue is all the technical things. So the thing that actually makes the game playable (laughs) so hopefully they've learned their lesson that's all i can say about that
1: I might just fell
0: now he opened up a cold cold a nice cold beer he's drinking away his sorrows so thanks again for listening um this has been the winds up gaming podcast episode seven I am your host, that Skirty. You can find me on all social media at that Skirty. And my internet's not perfect right now, but for the majority, it's been somewhat fixed. So I've been streaming again, and I will get more into that into episode 8 on what I've been streaming. Uh, It's been interesting. Um, But yeah, say goodbye, guys. Say goodbye, guys.
1: You're a native. F- I uh, remember to get your winds up. <laughs> I hate you
0: guys. <laughs>